All right, let's do this. All right. How now, back out? This is just our warm ups. Every podcast we do it. <laughs> Welcome to the clean slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips. <laughs> Providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions and get your snacks and your drinks for your entertainment. This is the Clean Slate Podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, I hope you're ready for this, because we're not. This Halloween, we have 31 episodes, one a day coming your way. This is our first episode. I hope you're ready to poop your pants. I hope you got your Halloween slippers on. hope you got your pumpkin spice latte in your hand. <laughs> it's time to enter the 31 days of Halloween with the Clean Slate Podcast. That was actually pretty dope. Alright, welcome back, guys. <laughs> What's up, everyone? We are here. We did it. We made it. This is we the only it. reason why we do the podcast. All the rest of the episodes are just filler. For yeah, we're ready for Halloween. Yeah, we only we're gonna be like the Mariah Carey's of podcasting, but Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we only come out That's in actually, Halloween. Actually, we times. should. That should be our <laughs> new goal. Just every year, we only record thirty-one movies for October. <laughs> Did you see the um the meme of Mariah Carey? She's like in an ice block, and it's like she's slowly yeah. defrosting. <laughs> she's defrosting <laughs> so for Christmas time. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, yeah, so so we're here with our first episode of yeah, guys, The 31 Days welcome. of Halloween. This is what we are known for. This is what we popped off with last popped year. Off. And guys, it is officially our one-year anniversary of doing mm-hmm. this podcast and you guys being faithful listeners. So give your round of applauses to yourselves and to us because we're the reason this is happening. Anyway, guys. Um, yes. Are the t-shirts? Do Y'all should like be getting t-shirts? your shirts. Yeah. Y'all should be getting them pretty soon. If not, like if you within haven't a week, already received them. If you haven't already got it. Yeah. So get excited. If for some reason you didn't get it, contact me or Daniel. And we'll make sure you yeah, get it. Yeah. If you don't get it by like the fourth or fifth episode, maybe, or the eighth, maybe if it, the first if week you of October. Yeah. If you don't have it within the first or maybe the second week of October, then yeah, you should probably talk but to But anyone us. local to us, you should Which, have them by now. This leads us into our uh, our episode. And, Daniel, why don't you talk to me? Oh, nice. I like that one. Yeah, that was good, huh? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So we watched, of course, we had to start off the entire series with a banger. And, um, a banger? Okay. With an A24 film. That's how we started it last year. We started with Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. <laughs> and they seem to have a new creepy boy come out every October. Yeah, it is true. Okay, so here we go. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Yes, so this is a kind of a twist on the old possession horror demonic horror 
it, yeah, it definitely has a different vibe than those. So this is a, a yeah. fresh take on a very commonly approached storytelling device. So should we do some trigger warnings real quick? Yes. Um, so go ahead. Go ahead. It's going to be hard for us. Should we wait? Should we say our thoughts first and then <clears throat> do the trigger warning? If you want to dip out for spoilers slash triggers. Um, yeah, we got to keep it short though. So remember, we're only doing like 10 minutes. An right, episode. What, what were your likes then? Okay. Well, we'll trigger warning for everybody. If you should we just do, do it now. Yeah. We just got to say it because if people go to see these movies, we just got to warn true. people. Yeah. Um, um, self-harm, suicide, uh, demons, um, gore, mild just, gore. Just about everything you can think of besides sexual content, honestly, besides the sucking of toes. Yeah. There's not really, uh, any sexual content in this. Yeah. It, it is pretty graphic though. I, I wanted to start this thing like a, a gore factor or like a gore rating, which okay. I mean, what, what would you rate it on gore? I would say this is probably a, a solid eight, eight and a half. Really? I'm going to say it's like a six, maybe really? a five. Okay. Well, people should be. <laughs> no, okay. But my reasoning. Okay. No, <laughs> my reasoning is there's maybe two scenes of gore and then they're just very extreme. But then the rest of the movie, it's not gory throughout. Yeah. But it, it, it I think it it's has triggering for sure. It does enough to jump up there for what they do. I mean, Okay, let's just go into dislikes. Guys, this is gore warning. We gave our ratings on the gore factor. So we're going to jump into the movie now. Okay, so my likes is Australia. I like the different settings that they're kind of doing with all these A24 films. That, I just like Australia. <laughs> no, I just like like that it's different, right? All these horror movies are either in England or in America. I also have this thing about the plot of it being really kind of simple and concise. But everything yeah. from the plot is driving... What is her name? Mia or Mia? Yeah. Yeah. Mia. It's the main Mia, character. but they kind of say her name like meh. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're Australian or whatever. I really liked that because it, it's a simple thing. It's high stakes though, because she, it's really, you know, right. It's driven by her and her mom. Like she wants, mm-hmm. she misses her mom. There's that scene where they, they try the hand with um, the brother Riley, Riley, right? Yeah. It's yeah, Riley. And, and then oh, he gosh, like, dude, that poor kid, dude, the just the the effects on that like the um i keep wanting to say after effects i don't know why but the cgi or just like the design i think it's mostly i feel like a ton of it's practical probably but i guess maybe the camera work too when he like licks his lips and different things like that it's so freaking scary i actually don't well, know that if that's riley is really good um that's, yeah, that's what, riley are you sure no because um, riley cries riley doesn't lick his lips it's the guy before the one that the sister oh, has you're a right. on. yeah yeah, yeah. That part, Daniel. that That's sequence. Oh, I was like, what? What did I do? <laughs> I thought you were mad. Yeah, his name's Daniel. Anyway, that part was like pretty like, I was like, okay, this is setting the tone for the entire movie. I mean, if oh, the, I know. The, the first murder already didn't set the tone or suicide. Um, yeah, it's freaking brutal. Yeah. So I, I just love how A24 is always kind of creative in making their stuff so, scary. It's never like yeah. too jump scary. It's always like. It's more clever than anything. Yeah, and it's very scary. <laughs> I don't know what is up with A24 movies and, like, head trauma happening to people, oh, but yeah. I just feel like every dang freaking movie has some kind of, like, mm-hmm. brain skull trauma. But he tries to pull out his... Oh, can I say it? Can I spoil? 
Um, this is the only. This is as graphic as we'll get, but it is it kind of a graphic. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into detail, but this kid tries to pull out his own eyeball, mm-hmm. and that is actually like that's one of the biggest triggers for me in horror films is eyeball stuff. I hate eyeball stuff. Oh God. Like nothing really gets to me except for that. And I literally gagged. I was like, uh, uh, and like <laughs> really grossed me out. And I was like, I can't. Um, but something that I found that was really interesting was I saw a review and someone was saying this feels like a allegory for whippets. And <laughs> I could a hundred percent see it. Like after I heard that, cause there's an, like a issue of that in Australia, they call it something else there. Like there's another slang word for it. Okay. Tangs or something. It's some weird name, but, um, it is funny cause like the way they grab the hand, they have like this whole horrifying experience and then they just laugh. Like it was a blast. For right. Them. Yeah. And oh so yeah. I think what's interesting is this is like a supernatural party drug is basically what it is. Interesting. Yeah. That, I can see and, that. Like, Everyone gets peer pressured into it. So, like, even, like, Riley, the younger brother, he's, like, he wants to do it because he wants to fit in and feel cool like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Even though they all know it's bad and he shouldn't be doing it. Right. But they still do it anyway. So, it's, I don't know, there's some interesting things going on with that concept. Well, yeah, to go on that point, I I really like the, the... The thing that's different in most horror movies that have a possession is, like, afterwards, it's, like, this fearful, like, what just happened to me? I wasn't in control of my body. But at this, at the end of when Mia first tries it, she, like, they're, like, how was it? She's, like, that was awesome, you know? And she, like, Yeah, it's, like, a drug. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, what? And so it's it's definitely, okay, this is going to sound horrible, what I'm about to say, but it's definitely refreshing in that way of being, No, it is refreshing. I thought that was really smart. Um. And then also what I was going to say is, too, the whole hand talk to me thing in general, that idea and that concept is like a new, different, like this generation's Ouija board almost. And it's it's not going to be because, right, Ouija boards are sold in like Target. But yeah, it's definitely something that's like, at least for me, this sounds horrible, but it's different than a Ouija board and I like it better than the Ouija board. It feels less tacky, like Ouija yeah. board's overdone. Yeah, like exactly. the Ouija movie was so boring, but that was horrible. Something that is also interesting too is maybe this because it's like a Gen Z horror film or whatever you want to say, call it. But the whole, um, as soon as they're all doing it, they grab the hand. I guess we didn't explain how that works. So they talk, touch the hand. Mm-hmm. They say, talk to me. They see a, a dead person or a demon or whatever. It's not really clear. It's a spirit. Um, they just say spirit. Yeah. They call it a spirit, but then they let the spirit into them. And that's when they start going, wild that's insane but everyone yeah. pulls out their phones and starts recording it for like tiktok and mm-hmm. snapchat and stuff so it's a very there's also that supernatural angle where they're filming it like for social media so it's kind of like this big i don't know it's just really interesting how they did that like how it's kind of crazy though they don't care about the person like you should be scared for that person. yeah exactly you're laughing and filming it I mean, that just goes to show how horrible Gen Z is as a generation, but no, I'm just kidding. I, okay, so I really only have one complaint for the film. Okay. And really, the only issue I had was I feel like... So I like when movies, horror films specifically, have this deeper meaning, and it's kind of interesting, kind of like, okay, let's say like Get Out is actually more a social issue. It's talking about like race and identity and stuff like that. And so I feel like this movie is obviously trying to do something with the idea of loss and mm-hmm. suicide. Yeah. Kind of talking about that. But I, I feel like it kind of gets dropped a little bit and it doesn't fully flesh out that grief the way it should. Yeah. To be mm-hmm. honest, I think they kind of miss the mark there. But the movie's so entertaining that I wasn't really 
Yeah, they kind of gloss over that. Yeah, because like as I was watching the movie, I feel like there should have been a moment where I was like emotionally devastated, yeah. and it never happened. And I could feel it like building that tension towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's such a good balance of horror and comedy throughout that I guess it doesn't really matter. I don't know. I didn't I could, think it was I, that funny, actually. Really, I was laughing a lot during the party scenes, mainly. Mm. Okay, cool. Well. I think that does it. This movie is wildly successful. The end of the movie, I think, is the oh perfect gosh. ending. I don't want to spoil it's that. It's the best horror ending in so long, dude. Yeah, so go watch. And it's the best horror ending that doesn't end with, like, a stupid jump scare. It, like, ends exactly. in a perfect way. It's almost scarier than a jump scare. It it's really like, is. It's like how a Twilight Zone episode ends where you're like, oh, this story's not over with. There is a huge trigger warning on this movie, but hey. Welcome back to the 31 Days of Halloween, and you know what's Ooh, happening. Let them know what we're watching tomorrow. We let them have know. another movie coming out tomorrow. This one's a little bit more kid-friendly. This one is Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Guys, that is coming out tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. Guys, Netflix, stay baby. tuned for the rest of the 31 Days of Halloween. Guys, also thank you for all the supporters who bought our T-shirts that really wanted to be a part of this. And, um, yeah, for making this you. really fun for us and showing us that we're still going to be doing this when we're 85 years old. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Dan, did you watch the new A24 movie? <laughs> exactly. A60? <laughs> okay, cool, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Deuces. That's a clean slate.